0: Welcome friends to another r slash malicious compliance video, so I was checking my statistics and it turns out that only one of you guys aren't subscribed. So if you don't want to be that one holdout, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. Also I've set up a channel membership, just in case you want to show your support and help keep story time going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by OCAT oh Pony. You want me to push the pallet all the way in? Okay. Background, this happened earlier today at the grocery store that I work at. I work in the produce area and when we're done with our boxes, we take them to the box crusher. And then when that's full, it has to be tied up and put on a pallet to be sent back on one of the trucks we get. We call this a bale for future reference. When I went down there to crush my boxes, the machine was full so I had to empty it. Me and a couple other co-workers finish tying up the bale, and I grab the electric-powered pallet jack, since it's easier to use for something as heavy as a bale, and pick up the bale to put it on the truck. Now, since it's the weekend before Thanksgiving, the store's busy as heck, and because of this, there were some grocery pallets on the truck still. Most were on the right side, but there was still one pallet on the left, the side I was putting the bale on. One of the people who helped me tie the bale, we'll call him Tim, says to put it in front of the pallet on the left, and he'll deal with it later. I say okay and put it there. Now another guy, we'll call him Derek, comes up to me after I put this bale on the truck and says that I can't put it there since it's blocking the one pallet of stuff and that I need to take the bale back off, move the grocery stuff out and then put the bale back on again. I tell him that Tim said to do it like that and he basically says that he doesn't care and that I need to redo it. A little annoying but whatever. I start to rearrange things to his liking while using the electric power jack. He asks if I have been certified to operate the power jack, you need to be certified to be allowed to use it. And I say in a very passive aggressive manner, yes I have been, thank you. Now I move the things around and I am putting the bale back in the truck on the left. I try to go the whole way down but I can't. Some product on the pallet on the right is leaning over a bit which wouldn't be an issue by itself normally but there were pallets against the left wall of the trailer, so there was barely not enough room to go all the way back. If I try to force it, then something will fall over and it'll be more annoying to deal with, and I know this. I think to myself, well, it's only like two pallet spaces to go. It should be fine where it is now, but apparently Derek didn't think that way. He says, you're just going to leave it there? I say, yeah. He says, don't just leave it there. Push it all the way back. I say, you want me to push it all the way back? He aggressively says, yes, push it back. I say, okay. I lift the bale up and without any regard for what will happen, I push it the rest of the way in with the power jack. The pallets on the wall get knocked down and pushed back. So now they can't get them if needed. Derek comes up to me and says, now see, that's what I didn't want to happen. I look at him and say, I just did what you asked me to do. You wanted me to push it in. I pushed it in. He gets visibly angry and says something that I didn't listen to, because I just walked away to finish crushing my boxes. As I finish my boxes, I see him taking the bale out and stacking the pallets on top of it. He looks at me and says, Would that have been so hard? I say back to him, You told me to push it in, not take it out and stack pallets on it. I did exactly what you asked me to do. I don't know why you're so angry. After that, he just walks away in a clearly angry mood, And I walk back to my area, grinning. If you found yourself in a similar situation, would you stick to your guns and be unrelenting that all you did was follow their exact instructions that they aggressively told you to do? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Greenie Epi. Okay, have fun juggling your shopping. I used to work at a supermarket, and at 9am on a Saturday, the following went down. I say, good morning, would you like a bag? The customer sarcastically says, no, I'm going to carry all of these by themselves. It may have been the underpay, the rude tone, or the fact that I was just so tired of the customers being nasty, but I decided to go along with it. Me beaming says, okay, sir, no problem. I then proceeded to scan all of his shopping and charge him. The man paid and stood there blankly staring at his groceries for a moment before looking at me. He says, where are my bags? I say, oh, I'm so sorry sir, I thought you said you were going to carry them. The customer angrily says, well obviously I can't carry all of this without a bag. I say, oh, okay, well in that case. I then proceed to go through the usual single use or reusable bag spiel and then wouldn't you know it, we were out of the bags he wanted, so I had to call the manager over to bring some more bags to me, which always took ages in the supermarket. The customer then had to dig out his wallet and card to pay a tiny amount for some bags and then I handed them to him with a smile and receipt and watched while he bagged his own groceries scowling the whole time. Normally I would scan and bag but as he didn't want bags to start with, I didn't offer and he didn't ask. All in all a five minute transaction took a good 15 minutes and he never pulled that with me again. I have no idea what he thought would happen while he watched me scan everything and pile it up in a very obviously non-bagged heap. But hey, he said no bags. I've had plenty of an adult say something along the lines of, Say what you mean, ask what you want. Don't mess around too much when you clearly want one thing. To be totally fair with OP, I feel like this is another one of those things where a customer walks up with a piece of clothing, it doesn't have the tag on it, and they go, Oh, must be free then. It's one of those things that you hear it so often and everybody thinks they're so funny for coming up with it and it slowly just like takes years off of your life every successive time you hear it. Our next story is by Dominariatrix. Atrix, got complianced for being a smart butt. The history of art exam had a very curious question. What's the name of the artist that said the perfect anatomical proportions are eight head measures? Referring to total body height versus head proportions. Seven or eight, I don't remember. Ah, shoot, what's his name? Wait, that's pretty vague. The exam didn't ask for the first or most prominent artist. So I write down, me, freaking genius, right? Well, I receive back the exam graded with the answer wrong. I go with the teacher and try to weasel my way into a correct answer. It clearly doesn't say that the artist must be famous or the first to say so. And I consider myself quite an artist, so this should qualify, right? They say, yeah, but I asked for the name of the artist, and you only wrote me. Had you written your name, it would be right. She got me. She got me good. For some reason, this story made me think of all those images that pop up on Twitter Of like a kid's booklet question with some ridiculous answer. I think I saw one recently that was like, write down what you learned from these questions or something. And the kid wrote, I didn't learn anything at all. I'm already smart. With like a few misspellings in there. I mean, to be fair, it was the right answer. You can't say, no, that's not right. Our next story is by Talon Card 815. A town's compliance with one pain in the butt. Not mine, but I get to live with it. The road the local high school is on has a ton of four-way stop signs. A resident decided that he wanted a traffic light at the entrance of the high school instead of a four-way stop sign. This guy went to town meetings every time for over a year, posting to social media, etc, etc. Finally, the town got sick of him and gave him what he wanted or so he thought. Now, the town's malicious compliance, the traffic light was installed and programmed to be read in all directions until a car trips the sensors. You still have to stop every time for the light, unless there happens to be a car already waiting. But the light is rarely green long enough for more than one car to get through, unless it's right behind the first car. I mean, I don't really know what this guy expected. Were they expecting this to go from a four-way stop sign to a high-speed intersection right in front of this high school? Surely the traffic was going to be kind of limited regardless. Now what they probably should have asked for is a roundabout. That would have actually have allowed traffic to just keep continuously moving. This next story is by E. eGrant03. Hey boss lady, he chose to do the thing the hard way. This happened to my brother in law but I love this story so much so you're getting it. My brother in law was in the army for a while back in the mid to late 90s through to the early 2000s. He worked in health services. He was one among a handful of people that were charged with notifying new recruits of the results of their hiv std testing. His boss is quite high ranking, but I don't know which rank. I do know that there were only a dozen or so people at or above her rank, and because she was in charge of the hospital-slash-medical services, she had 100% authority to tell anyone on base to go truck themselves if it meant that it would mess with the base health or safety. There was also a rule that men notified men and women notified women. He and a male doctor would often do this, same but a woman for the females. Usually there was only one dude and one gal per shift, so you dropped what you were doing and went. Makes sense? One day, he's told to grab someone for their notification. They worked in the base mess cafeteria on the line. He didn't mention specifics cause he couldn't, but the dude had other diseases that could have been transferred by contaminating food products. Basically, you don't want this guy serving you food. For ease of typing, let's call him Fred. The guy in charge of the mess was a notorious pain-in-the-butt hard brass. He got stuff done well and under budget, but was so mean and ugly about everything that no one wanted to deal with him, usually referring to his assistants instead. He'll be Buck, as in Buck you. I'm funny. Brother-in-law was sent to grab Fred right before midday meal service, This had been problematic before, so he asked his boss what to do if Buck pushed back. Boss lady was stern but kind-hearted, so you would get a straightforward, honest and supporting answer. She looked my brother-in-law right in the eyes and said, You are acting on my authority as a health officer. Whatever you gotta say within the confines of the military code of justice, I will back your play. Not an exact quote, but that's the way brother-in-law always said it. You say boss lady gave you specific orders to do the thing? don't break the law and she'd back you i always thought it was awesome that she'd be so trusting anyway brother-in-law makes the drive across base to the mess and asks to see fred food is on the line but no one's arrived yet fred comes over brother-in-law says he's got to come with me and fred goes to clear it with buck instead of staying behind and waiting to hear back brother-in-law followed fred this would be useful later Buck's in his office doing last-minute stuff before lunch, and Fred tells him health services needs him. Buck looks at brother-in-law and says Fred will head over after third lunch winds down. Sir, no sir, Fred needs to come right now. Buck explains that food service is about to start and he can't spare him. You're not high-ranking enough to demand this, private. Blah blah, bullying, go away. Any guesses where I'm going with this? So brother-in-law grabs out his radio and calls his boss. Yeah, high-ranking boss, respectfully addressing you, per your instruction, we're gonna be clearing and dumping all food, both cooked and uncooked, on the line and off that's in the mess. Who do we notify that the mess is closed and how do we arrange someone to get basically 400-plus fresh portions from the warehouse? Buck is freaking out. The freak you doing? People will be here in 10 minutes. I say, well, boss lady said that anything Fred came into contact with or anything cooked by people Fred came into contact with, needs to get pulled, tested for illnesses, and dumped if he can't come now. To explain, if you handle a raw chicken and don't wash your hands, you risk cross-contamination and getting others sick. If he could make it to health services, they could run a quick test to see if his illness posed a threat and call down to the mess. It would take 15 to 30 minutes and cause a slight delay, or Buck could take over two hours cooking everything again, Brother-in-law said if he had a problem with Boss Lady's orders, he could go down to her office and state his complaint to her face. He would surely take not just heat, but torpedo his career for calling out a superior officer. So Buck tells Fred to get the H out and to not come back unless he's got written instructions stating he's not a continuation risk. Brother-in-law and Fred leave and brother-in-law saw a lunch will be delayed type sign go up as he was driving away first and only time it happened while he was stationed there, within 25 or so minutes Buck was able to reopen for lunch. Brother-in-law said it had been one of the only times he'd been able to say, screw you and the horse you rode in on, to a superior officer without getting backlash. All I know is it must have been the most satisfying thing to be able to walk into somebody who was regularly bullying and pushing people around. And say, no, you listen to me, Buster. I have orders from up high and you can't push me around this time. And our final story of the day is by Sissy V? Need a wheeled vehicle? Okay. I'm visiting Austin right now for F1, and after being exposed to the 400,000 people in the crowd for the races, decided I should get a PCR COVID test to be safe. After checking around, Walgreens was the only place that offered a test. So I booked an appointment for their drive through testing site and took an uber from my hotel room since I don't have a car. I assumed that they would give me the test through the window and that would be that. So when the pharmacist told me that I legally needed to have a wheeled vehicle, I asked her if this needed to be a motorized vehicle or not, to which she replied, it just needs four wheels. So I walked around to the front, grabbed a shopping cart, put my butt in it and scooted back towards the window. She was sweet and had a good sense of humor, enough to laugh and say, okay, I guess that qualifies today, and gave me my test. Made my day. This makes me think of those people that would make those cardboard car cutouts and go to McDonald's in the drive-thru, and actually end up successfully ordering food using that cardboard car. I mean, that was pretty crafty. It does have four wheels. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today.